everyone, I'm the real Brian. This is the real Brian show. Hey, behave. Yeah, baby, yeah. <laughs> Who can we do this week? Captain Influence. Yeah, do it. It sounds good to me. Yeah. Yeah. You need to go up oh. there and get to the Highlands. That's my Scotland's beautiful. That's what I'd Most like to go. Beautiful place I've ever been and became a superhero mm-hmm. in essence. I like vodka, but I can't handle it. Well, it's it's closer than you think, but it, it'll be <laughs> funny. I believe there's a hero in all of us. You have great powers, only some of which you have as yet discovered. I'm a superhero, mother. A real life superhero. The world needs extraordinary. We will make you a superhero. Are you ready? Become the hero. Initiating surprise in three. This two is one. The real Brian show. It's Friday. Oh my gosh! There are two things, by the way, that we do here on the Real Brian Show. We nerd out. Some people do not believe this, but it is true. Nerding out and having fun is essential to bettering your life. So do it. We also unleash our superhero. Being inspired to take action and unleash that superhero that's already within us is incredibly rewarding and impacts others massively. So today, Catherine, the Admiral, returns to share her story. It is powerful. It is one of overcoming inspiration, and you got to hear it. And of course, we're also going to nerd out on some you know usual fun stuff today as well. Drugs. Thank you. No, I'm straight. I meant, are you in here for drugs? Why are you here? Drugs. Let's rock it! Well, welcome to The Real Brian Show. Thanks for joining us this week. Hi there, Captain Influence. How you doing? I'm good, Brian. How are you? I'm here smelling my armpits down in Texas. Why are you smelling your armpits? Oh, no, I'm kind of stinky today. Uh, well, you know, remember, shower once a week whether you need it or not. Well, it's been about a week, so I'm due. Oh, well, good. You know, I, I kind of feel like it's just, you know, why shower when... I mean, who, I don't even know what I'm talking about right now, Tony. Tony. I'm trying to save the planet, Brian. I don't know about <laughs> you, but I'm saving the planet by not using water every day like that. Well, it's cold everywhere right now. I tell you what, we had some of them negative temperatures, you know, back in the day, and now it's warming up, so that's all we're on the way. Oh, my God. You should see the backups here in Texas because of this cold weather. Oh, my God. Did you hear about that 60-car pileup? Did you I see did. that? Oh, that was just, did. that was horrible. Horrible. My sister Shireen was in that pileup, and I let me tell you, she's okay, but she got a little bit of whiplash, and the trucker in front of her did not stop on time. Of course, the trucker in front of him did not either. I'm, yeah. I'm just thankful to the Lord she did not get crushed. Well, one person did, unfortunately. And so. unfortunately, she, um, yeah, that, I'm that surprised only one person, but yeah. she also has not showered for a week. Here's what I want to know is why people have not learned that every year you're going to have an ice storm and you're out just driving like a crazy bat out of hell. Why haven't you learned? I mean, here, even in Colorado. You get a little storm, people are like, I'm going to go 60. I got four-wheel drive. Honey, four-wheel drive don't help you in the ice. Okay? Okay? You know, it's so funny. Somebody was like, I miss, your, do anything? I miss your voices. And I'm like, well, all right. <laughs> 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 Who can we do this week? I just love talking about this. By the way, nobody, nothing against anyone in Texas. I have family, friends oh. in Texas. Love you guys. I just love doing people's accents. I don't care where you're from. Consider it a term of endearment or a, an accent oh. of endearment. Just like wait till we start butchering uh, uh, British accents in a few minutes. You know, I'm actually, well, I'm not going to butcher that because we actually have <laughs> someone from the UK who can do it naturally. Huge, huge thank you to Moonlight for becoming a TRBS patron. You are absolutely amazing. I am so Woo-hoo. thankful 
That is the most amazing thing. So thank you so much. And uh, we are we are moving. Excited. 2021 is going to be a great year here. And uh, by the way, I had some really, really great conversations with many of you this last week. It was really great just to be able to connect, catching up some great. So I appreciated the conversations. Thank you so much for taking time with me. Well, today we are bringing on Catherine the Admiral. She was on a year ago already. Actually, it's just over a year ago. Gosh, yeah, it's been a year already. Jeez. I know it was January because I was looking back and going, you know, when COVID hit, everything just was kind of a blur. And so I was looking right. back and saying, what happened? And I can't believe it's oh, been a yeah. year ago, but it was. It was an end of January. Mm-hmm. So she's back. She had said she wanted to come back on and actually share her story. And so here we are a year later. <laughs> Better late than never. That's right. That's right. So we're going to be doing that. We're going to bring her on here in just a second. And then we have Captain's Origins, of course. Got the espresso shot. A little uh, encouragement for you from Bentastic coming your way. And I have just a couple of TV shows and a movie that I'm nerding out on that I'll share with you. And maybe some new music if we have time. So we've got a fun show planned. We're going to get to it. Well, let's bring Catherine on. Catherine, welcome back to the show. Hi, Brian. Thank you for having me. It's good to have you back finally. It's been over a year we already realized it's been a a long time to be fair Uh, and everything has been kind of crazy with the pandemic i mean i have a new job now so there's that good well so captain was saying one he's he's excited to have you back too but then he was saying we we need to uh, try to butcher the uk accent and i was like no you know what we're gonna have somebody on with that little british accent thing going and then i was like you and i just had a conversation about that a couple days ago and you were like, are you American or Canadian? And I'm like, oh, I'm American. And you're like, well, I got a thing for American accents. And I'm like, well, I got a thing for British accents. And I know Captain does too. So we're like, yeah. I'm an Anglophile, baby. Yeah. <laughs> oh, do you remember when you did your groovy baby last oh. time? Oh, yeah. Did- yeah. I love that. I thought that was hilarious. <laughs> yeah, baby. Yeah. Oh, behave. What are you nerding out on right now? So I've been watching Friends TV show again, oh, um, yeah. and my new care coordinator told me about a show called Superstore. Mm. Oh, so I love oh. Superstore. Yeah, Brian likes that one. Yeah. It's funny. I've just been watching it, and I've been binge watching it, and I've got somebody else to watch it. It is a really good show. I mean, where are we on season six now and all that? And Because I was talking about it a couple of weeks ago, saying that, oh, they went there with all the political stuff. But to be fair, the last couple of weeks have been good. It's still funny. It's not. I mean, the first few seasons are definitely the funniest by far. I love the first season. That's quite hilarious. That was brilliant, <laughs> by the way. Oh, is that your English accent? That That's my to? awful, awful English accent. How do you like it? <laughs> it's fantastic. Um, it, it sounds like you're trying to do it from Family Guy, where Family Guy think that it sounds British, but it doesn't. Right. British. Yeah. Right. It, it's like a mix between British Australian, Kiwi, <laughs> and a bit of Canadian, all mixed in. Hey, so what is your best American accent, Catherine? Just give it to us right now. Are you putting me on the spot again? Oh yeah, oh, go no. for it. And go make for it. it as and make it as funny as possible, please. <laughs> well, no, try first and then just butcher it. I don't. I don't know how to speak American. I just you just got to sound like me. You got. So this. I sound like you then, Brian. <laughs> You've got it. You can just talk like this. Just you know, sound laconic. Kind of talk monotone. Well, that's boring. British British actors are very good at doing American accents. Okay. Hi, everyone. I'm the real Brian. This is the real Brian show. That wasn't bad. Almost. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's good. I love accents. I know. We do, too. It's so hard. We were just doing our Texan. Daggum Texan accent. We're just going to have some fun down here down in the South. Hey there, Tony. Yeah, we're just just having some fun down here. Tell you what. (laughs) 
we've got these boring Midwestern accents. We've got what is now considered to be the ultimate universal American accent based on what voiceover actors are requested the most. So we've got it down, man. But, you know, we can go Russian a little bit. I know. Uh, You want to speak Russian. I can do Russian. Ah, you you got good Russian accent. Very good. Very Very good. good. Very good. Excellent. Uh, I like vodka, but I can't handle it. Ah, you've got it. You've nice job. You you really got them down. I might yeah. be able to do an Asian accent next week. Uh, Just I you could wait. never do that. I'm not even going to try. Oh, I used to. It's oh, good. If you're going to do an Asian accent, you should get Garrett to come on. Well, yeah, <laughs> yes, but he's he's pretty Americanized and now Canadianized now, so I'm not sure. Pretty? No, he's fully Americanized. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Catherine, you know, you and I talked about your story way back last year, and you shared some of it with me. I mean, it's it's intense. It's overwhelming but it's also something that i think people need to hear there are others who have gone through something like this as well i'd love for you to share it you know i know you're going to kind of start from when you were eight years old and and you were you were talking about a pretty severe time that kind of really sparked this so please share okay so it's about when i was like eight and i sort of was in a situation that i didn't understand at the time i said something to a girl that i don't remember and her mom went up to my mom's ex-boyfriend, who she thought was my dad and wasn't my dad. Apparently, I was bullying her, but I don't remember what I, I said to her that upset her. And he said that he would handle it. His way of handling it was to let me have everything that I wanted, which was very unusual because I'll explain why. He broke 10 layers of skin on my bum by hitting me because oh it was his way of handling it. I was forced to eat my own vomit. And if I refused, it was poured over my head. Ah, wow. I was to eat a soup that would make me gag. And I couldn't turn around to watch TV until I ate it. So it would never get eaten. I was always singled out. And I tried running away. But beforehand, I had a good feeling that I knew something would happen. And it was kind of too late because I got brought back and it just happened. So I, I don't remember having counseling for any of that. And I was quite young at the time. I used to wet the bed. I had to sleep with the light on. So after that, I struggled with school. I had really bad depression. My teacher committed suicide, and we weren't very nice to her. And I blamed myself for a very long time. I tried committing suicide when I was 17, and I've actually done it about eight times now. My mental health isn't so bad now. I'm trying to work on it. I don't want suicide to be an option that I have to take when I'm not in a really good place. And I write about it on my blog to help other people. I feel that if I can share my story, that then somebody else doesn't have to feel that they can't speak to anybody about it. Mm -hmm. And I've had a few people email me that have thanked me for writing about things like that because it's helped them. It's helped them to come forward about things. I've had people thank me for saving some guy's life because he was on the edge of suicide and he actually emailed me and I have it on my Facebook where he's actually now my friend. That's good. That's that's where you're able to, you know, really unleash your superhero. You've been through a lot. Now, did this start when you were eight years old or when did this start? I mean, did you have a, a fairly normal childhood or was it always, you know, always rough? even up until eight? It was rough. I mean, me and my mom, we don't really get on as much. Mm-hmm. 
no idea try with her. It was a very awkward time home for me as well with my mum. My mum would lock up the kitchen so I couldn't eat. So I ended up eating frozen food. Wow. So now I have like this weight problem where if I feel that I'm too skinny, I will eat really loads. If I feel like I'm really fat, I won't eat. I'm very body conscious. I don't like how I look. I've always said if I had the money, I would go and have surgery because I do not like how I look. Mm. I edit all my photos. I feel to me that I'm not pretty enough, that I will never be pretty enough. It doesn't matter how many people tell me that I am. I just personally, I don't see it. And I think it's when you've grown up in a childhood like that, you have so many insecurities. Like I never used to trust men. I never used to date men. When I was 19, I only used to date girls. And now I'm in a relationship with someone that I have been with for three years. He can be a pain in my backside, but (laughs) he's always looking out for me, even though sometimes he goes around it the wrong way, but he tries his best. And we're trying to save up for a house, though he thinks it's kind of really easy when it's not. But (laughs) Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, it's a lot of work. He yeah. wants to buy a house, then resell it on so he can buy another house that will oh. be ours. There you go. It doesn't Let work that way. Yeah, well, it can depending on the market, but it, it takes a couple of years. Yeah. When you were dealing with all that stuff, you know, originally, it's like, why were you being treated like that? Was it, you know, because they had problems in their past, too, and they're just taking out their anger on you? I mean, I'm not sure, to be honest. I don't know why he did that to me. I don't know why it had to to be me. I don't know why I had the feeling that I knew something was going to happen. Yeah. It was just one of the the gut instincts that I've never had. And I've never had anything like that since growing Mm. up or anything. And I don't understand. It's like literally something physically trying to tell you that something is going to happen. Yeah. Mm. You can't do anything about it unless you try. And I obviously tried running away. I stole a bunch of my mom's money and tried running somewhere. Mm. And his friend actually come and, and picked me up because I was on the street yeah. and I just stood there and I feel like I've always been that girl just standing on the path, just stuck. Mm-hmm. I had my name changed. I didn't want to live in the past. I didn't want to be that person anymore. And I wanted to become somebody that I could be happy with. Yeah, totally. Does that bring into play your, your role model of Captain Janeway? So when I would get bullied at school, whether I felt really low or when I got beaten up and I had my head stumped on, uh, that was fun. Jeez. I would always watch a Voyager every day after school. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Jamie taught me that it was okay to not be okay. That if you're going to cry, pick yourself back up because it's not always going to be like this. True. And I've tried to put that within my life and one of my favorite quotes of Jane Ways is fear exists for one purpose to be conquered and I absolutely love it mm. and I kind of put it towards everything I mean I've got facial piercings I was petrified of having facial piercings and now I've got them I was <laughs> afraid to have a tattoo and I've got a tattoo <laughs> so I'm doing all these things that are scary but I'm happy for it because I'm not afraid that's cool that's awesome yeah what a great story of somebody who just a, an ordinary person who went yeah. through hard times and lifted herself up out of that morass and became a superhero. Well, I mean, I tried to be a superhero. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm classed as 
one of the heroes because I'm still going to work and I'm looking after people who can't look after themselves. That's really good. And see, that's even more so. I mean, you're yeah. you're even further releasing your superhero and doing that. So I'm I'm super impressed. And I have a Star Trek com badge on my work lanyard. Nice. <laughs> that's awesome. Is it mostly the blog? Is that your primary method of therapy? I stream on Twitch. I've just recently, I think it was last year, became a Twitch affiliate from streaming on the floor. I play games to de-stress sometimes. Mm -hmm. I normally do go for walks and stuff when I feel like I actually want to leave the house. Sometimes leaving the house can be quite difficult for me as I'm used to just sitting in my room and reading or playing my games. I haven't actually wrote a blog for a very long time because I keep forgetting to write. I tend to close myself off more than anything. So I'm trying to kind of get back in a routine where I am writing, whether it's in a diary or it's on my blog. I still have people emailing me just to check in with me. I love streaming. It's one of the best things. I've made a community. I've made new friends. I've met streamers. I've seen them leave and it's been difficult. I see a person for about three months and then they just go. Yeah. I, I love my community. They're always there. That's good. Uh, they like to poke me most times or wind me up. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and we, uh, we play games together sometimes. Uh, one of the games that I've been playing mainly is The Forest. It's a horror survival game. I won't spoil it in case you guys haven't played it. It's pretty an interesting game, but it's not for people with... Um, the faint of heart. Yeah. With your history of mental health issues, do you find that therapeutic or does it aggravate your mental health to be, you know, hunted like that in a game or how, how do you I, react to it? I love it. I'm okay, like, <laughs> I will stare at my screen. So I will be fighting them and I'll be swearing and stabbing them. I'll get so much fun out of it. So it's a good, it's a good uh, event for you then. It's a good release of oh, yeah. emotion. Okay. That's good. Interesting. Yeah. You know, the thing is, is I think people forget that each of us has gone through a lot of pain in life. And then also there are a lot of others around us that go through significantly more pain, you know, than many of us have gone through. And so it's always good to remember that And this goes back to, you know, what we were talking about and what Garrett talked about way back, you know, at the beginning of the show was that you really don't know what people are going through and to have, once again, this goes back to the thing I'm going to keep saying forever and ever is love, value, and respect each person regardless. Hard to do, especially if the person's being a jerk, but to remember that this person probably has a story. There's probably pain in their life. And so, you know, I'm sure any of us have outburst and done our things and everything else. What do you want for yourself? I mean, you know, what do you want as far as to say, I'm free of this? I want to be happy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to have kids and I don't want my kids going through anything that, that I went through. I want them to have something better. I think mainly in life, I just, I just want to be happy. I just want some peace. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm 27 now. I'm not really a spring chicken anymore, sure. as people say. So I just, I don't know. I just want peace. Mm-hmm. I just want to be happy with my boyfriend, with my life, my job even though my job is very difficult. Mm-hmm. I just want to be somebody that I can be proud of, like that I can say, yeah, this is who I am. Not who I used to be, but this is who I am now. Aren't you already proud of that? I'm getting there. I'm trying mm-hmm. to be more you know, confident in myself. I'm trying to 
love the person that I am, even though I don't like my appearance and I don't like how my body looks. I'm trying to work on that. So then I can say that I am a beautiful person. Yeah. doesn't matter what I look like. I'm just trying to work on that. So when people do give me a compliment, I don't have to look at them and go, oh, thanks. I can say thank you because I'm taking that compliment. Good attitude. Yeah, You're on the right path. Uh, yeah. Your attitude is full on where it needs to be from my, from my perspective. And, and uh, I, I cannot even start to relate to what you've gone through. But just from my objective standpoint, from everything you've told us so far, you're, you're clearly on the right path. Yeah. I like helping people. Obviously, with my blog, I've been doing it since 2016, Good. which is a very long time. I didn't even realize that I had it that long. I think I've just been writing so much that I don't realize how long I've actually been writing for. So I guess you could call me an author. Nice. I've been writing a very long time. Like an autobiographer almost, right? Yeah, pretty much. I'm not sure that I'd want to do a book yet. I think maybe when I'm like 50, I'd probably <laughs> yeah. You'll have a lot to share at that point. One of the most difficult things for any of us is to choose what we want to believe and then to overcome. Cause you know, you're talking about, you know, you look in the mirror, what do you see? Or do you have confidence in yourself? Do you, do you like, you know, the person that you are, that kind of thing. And it's like, right. what I've learned is that the only truth is what you believe in that sense. Somebody may say, Hey, you're beautiful. And you're like, Oh, I don't believe that. I'm like, well, the truth is in your belief, not necessarily in reality. You know what I mean? And so it's like, yeah, yeah, the perception of it. And that's, but it's one of the hardest things to do because for someone to say, I want to be a confident person, that person actually may already be confident, but they don't believe it. And so that's the hardest thing for them to overcome is that belief for you to say like, you know, I don't believe that I'm beautiful. The reality might be saying something very different, but you don't believe that reality. And that's one of the hardest things to overcome. But once you can choose that belief, choose that perception to say, this is what I'm going to believe and I'm going to stick to it. And I don't care what anyone else says. You are victorious at that point. And that's hard to get there. But here's the other thing too. I foresee you, if you want this, that is using your story to impact so many women that are going through similar things right now or have gone through it and to show them that, you know what? They're beautiful. They're confident. They can do it. They can have victory in their life. They can be happy. They can have joy peace and confidence and all that. And they will win. Like, I know you can do that because you already have a powerful story that I've not heard very often. I know it happens a lot, but by sharing your story, like you're talking about writing a book and all that, you're going to impact so many people who are either currently in a similar situation or have been in a similar situation and you're going to help them overcome it too. That's what I see anyway. Yeah. And you've already begun that process with your blog. Yeah. And I hope you continue it. I know you haven't yeah. written it for a while, but I hope you pick it back up again and, and keep and keep being that example. Yeah. Make it happen. Do it. Make it happen. Do it. Yeah. Do it. <laughs> <laughs> it's never easy to share a story like that. It never is. And so I really appreciate you having the courage to do it. There you go. Confidence right there. You already did it. You had the confidence to share it. I'm glad you're overcoming it. You're on that path. And you know what? We've been friends on facebook for i don't know how many years now but quite a while and it's I, been a long time. I met you through megan and garrett yeah so what was that four years ago then yeah it's yeah. Been just over four years ago megan told me that you uh, that her and garrett were going to be on your podcast yeah and i got in for it and that's how i met you <laughs> back in nice. 2016 you know i do remember four years ago you know reading some of the stuff you posted and it was frequent you know you post you still post very frequently I have seen a major, major change in 
the stuff that you've shared and, and your mental state and how you are and who you are and everything and all that. It's been a major shift in the positive over the last four years too. So thank you so much for being on the show and, and sharing your story. I mean, really, thank you. And, and thank you for doing what you do. Keep it up. Keep impacting lives and having fun with gaming because gaming betters your life. I'm sorry, but it totally does. Gaming is just amazing. <laughs> really Don't is. have to tell us. I know. <laughs> Thank you so much for being on the show again. Thank you. I hate that people have to go through stuff like that. You know, hardcore. I, I just can't. I'm, I'm a little shocked almost. I, I yeah. had not heard her story before, but more than shocked. I'm, I'm just so I'm super impressed and I'm inspired yeah. by how she's risen above it. Uh, I mean, I know she's still battling her demons and 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 whatnot, but it's such an inspiring story of of someone who went through a horrible childhood and upbringing, and the people around her were horrible to her in some cases, in many cases, and yet she here she is, you know, helping others overcome similar situations. Yeah, I mean, how many how many people who have who have dealt with that sort of thing can say that? So I'm That's just really thing. happy with the path she's on. That's the thing too, because technically, what she went through, she has PTSD now for sure. I'm sure this is common with people who have gone through situations like this or something very traumatic is you do have a level of PTSD and things will trigger past memories and cause all kinds of other things like that. Yeah. And you're right though, that a lot of people never overcome it. A lot of people never get the counseling and the help that they need because they think they can do it themselves or they just don't trust that anyone can really help them. You know, no matter how strong any of us think we are, none of us can do it alone all the time. Yeah. So it's yeah. important to have that help from someone, of course, a trusted person, you know, someone that, you know, I'm all for counseling, but finding someone who's actually good at their job and, and can really truly help you in that sense, because working through those kind of things helps you to come to a place where you can say, okay, you know, it's acknowledged, never going to forget it. It's a part of who I am now. It comes down to a choice. Do I allow this to control who I am or do I control it? Right. And that, choice is a process and it takes a long time usually to get to that point where you make that decision and say I'm not going to let this control me anymore I'm going to control it and then using it you know like I think Catherine is starting to do based on you know some of the stuff she's doing with her streaming using it to help others and to you know help others out of their situations empower them etc etc and you know but here's the thing she's on a great path and it's never going to be easy and you're never going to forget it. There are those moments that come back and they haunt you and they put you in a bad place. And that's what I think many of us will forget is you go, wow, you know, she had a really tough story, a really tough situation, but thank God she's over it now. And then everybody moves on and forgets to check in on her. I will tell you from experience and I've never had that kind of experience. Thank God. But I've had other experiences of extreme trauma and now PTSD you're never 100% good for the rest of your life. There will be moments where you will go into a place because of something that triggers that memory and you're going to be in a tough place again for a time. And a lot of times you can't get out of it without someone reaching down and helping you out. It's like you fall in a pit that you can't climb out of and you need somebody to reach down and pull you out again so that you can overcome that moment of whatever it is, despair, depression, fear, pain, whatever, right? You, you fill in the blank on that emotion, depending on whatever that person went through. But that's the thing is someone like Catherine. And again, I know she's not alone. There's other people like that. Someone like Catherine who has gone through this, she's not hundred percent good now. 
she is on that path and she has better days than not, but she still has hard days. And so people like us have to continually reach out and be like, how are you doing? Hopefully she's having a good day. Hopefully things are good and maybe having a good year, but there might be that day where that person's having a really hard time. And it's just all it takes is us to just reach out and say, how are you? What's going on? What's new? We can't forget to do that. In fact, I was just talking, remember blue Phoenix. He was on the show about a year ago as well. Yeah. He and I caught up and all that. And it was great. And I reached out to him and we finally got to catch up over the weekend. He's going to be back on the show here in a couple of weeks as well, which is great. I didn't know this, but he sent me a message later and said, thanks for reaching out. You're the only one that does. And I'm like, what? That really saddened me. He's not wrong though. Very few people reach out to me too. I have a few, but I would say if I didn't reach out to the majority of people that I reach out to, I'd probably never hear from them again. Yeah. Like they would just forget me. And, And I'm not saying that to be, I'm not, that's not a depressing statement. That's a factual thing. But what blue Phoenix told me really got me thinking. And I'm like, we got to be better. We, I mean, if we want to unleash our superheroes, we need to go out of our way. Even if it means writing down a reminder, a list of people that I need to reach out to on a regular basis, because if I don't remind myself, I'm going to forget because life gets in the way and I get busy. You got, we got to do this. We have to, we, we need to write down a list of people that we want to keep up with and reach out to periodically. It's not just important. It's essential. So let that be an unleash the superhero moment for all of us to do is let's reach out to those. It doesn't matter if, if we think they're in need or not, just reach out to people, ask how they're doing. It's simple. Speaking of people who reach out, by the way, I just, man, I appreciate this. And this is one of those things once again, too, that, you know, the show doing podcasting connected me with this person. We've had so many great conversations over the years and I've still never met him in person. And that's fantastic from Canada. Mm. I feel like I know a lot of people. I've become really good friends with a lot of these people and some of them I've never met in person. I would say most people I've never met in person. There's only a few that I have. And even then it's just like, I feel like these are my, my, you know, among my best friends right now. That all being said, Ben Tastic is one of them. And uh, he came in and said, you know, I want to help out with some of the espresso shots and we're doing them here and there. And um, he did one recently, which was really awesome. And we're doing another one today and I'm so excited to share it. So Ben was reading a book recently that he found to be incredibly inspiring and encouraging. So Ben, take it away. Hey everyone, Ben Tastic here. I hope you're having a wonderful week today. I want to talk about the importance of us being ourselves or the importance of you being you. Now here's a little section out of the book Psycho-Cybernetics by Maxwell Maltz. And he says this, the truth about you is this, you are not inferior, you are not superior, you are simply you. You as a personality are not in competition with any other personality simply because there is not another person on the face of the earth like you or in your particular class. You are an individual, you are unique, you are not like any other person and can never become like any other person. You are not supposed to be like any other person and no other person is supposed to be like you. God did not create a standard person and in some way label that person by saying, this is it. He made every human being individual and unique, just as he made every snowflake individual and unique. God created short people and tall people, large people and small people, skinny people and fat people, black, yellow, red, and white people. He has never indicated any preference for any one size, shape, or color. 
Abraham Lincoln once said, God must have loved the common people for he made so many of them. He was wrong. There is no common man, no standardized common pattern. He would have been near to the truth had he said, God must have loved uncommon people for he made so many of them. And we look at social media and what all of us are going through right now in in our day. We, we look and we see this standard of what we should or shouldn't become, what are bad traits to have or what are good traits to have. But I'm saying this week, this day that you're listening to this, let's focus on us being ourselves, embracing those qualities that we have, regardless of what we look like or what we are or aren't able to do. The importance is to be happy with who we are and to look at where we ourselves want to go and get closer to that point. So my counsel to you this week, just enjoy being yourself. Forget about what other people might want you to become or how you might be different than the, quote, norm out there in the world. Just be you and enjoy that and embrace it. And thank God for the individual that he has made you to be or thank that higher power, whatever you believe in. Just be glad that you are you and you're not some mindless clone developed by the Federation to take over some <laughs> some other world. You are you. Let's embrace that and let's enjoy our week. Have a good one. Resistance is futile. Fantastic. Amen. Fantastic. Dude, I had no idea what he was going to talk about, <laughs> by the way. And that goes exactly along the lines with what we were talking about with Catherine, even about being yourself yeah. and, and being thankful for who you are. Even, even experiences you've had not being thankful for what happened but you know they make you who you are today so being thankful for who you are in that sense that's that was awesome amazingly awesome perspective i, I really appreciate was. that yeah. and, but it goes you know it's funny it goes with that thing we used to say uh recently was competing against the person you're, you're capable of becoming right rather than yeah. you know competing with someone else or comparing yourself to someone else or you know wishing you were again wishing i was different wishing i looked better wishing whatever right just no compete with who you already are and who you're capable of becoming that best you, that unleashing of that superhero. That superhero is already in us, by the way. For those of you who go, yeah, I'm not a superhero. Or, yeah. And every one of us. Every one of us has yeah. it. You just got to unleash it. And I ain't kidding. I ain't kidding, son. You ain't kidding, Brian. I, I ain't kidding at all. And I, I want to do some Wanda Sachs, okay? I love her. I love <laughs> <laughs> she. I just can't get as high pitched as her, but I love her voice, man. She is one sweet. Wow, I just thought Wanda Sykes was on the phone right there, or on the line <laughs> with us right there. Did you ever see her crank or, or hear her crank yankers back in the day? No, they were prank calls that they did. Yeah, and <laughs> but then she did that amazing at what was it? The MTV Movie Awards that they did way back when the Matrix. I think it was Matrix two and three came out. She was the Oracle. <laughs> so I mean it was the greatest thing but it was like Justin Timberlake was in there and you know Neo they had taken actual footage from the movie and then they like you know he's talking to the Oracle and then it, the camera pans over and it's Wanda Sykes She's like, I'm the Oracle dang it you're gonna do what I tell you to do it was awesome oh I love her we need to get Wanda Sykes on the show that would be amazing pretty sure she'd give yeah. us the cold shoulder though but hey you never know we could always ask it's time for a captain speaking, speaking of giving the cold shoulder Brian yeah that's today's origin. Oh, yes. That's this week's origin. Yeah. Wow, wow. That was a great segue. Give the cold shoulder. We've all heard that phrase. It, it, it describes someone being rude or metaphorically or actually turning their back on you. There are two origins to this phrase. The most popular origin, which actually is inaccurate. The saying is currently considered to describe someone being rude, but it was actually considered an act of politeness. And during medieval times in England, after everyone was done feasting, 
the host would give his guests a cold piece of meat from the shoulder of beef or pork as a way of showing that it was time for everyone to leave, like a like a social hint. So that that's the most popular origin, but actually, uh, according to Wikipedia, it's not true. Hmm. The actual origin of that phrase is attributed to Sir Walter Scott in a work published in 1816, which is, in fact, a mistranslation of an expression from the Vulgate Bible. The Vulgate Bible, by the way, is it's a late 4th century Latin translation of the Bible. Despite being repeated in several non-academic books of etymology, the common explanation that the phrase stems from, a, from serving a cold shoulder of, of meat to an unwanted guest is incorrect, according to linguists. One other source claims that the explanation of the expression is due to a very literal action, keeping one's back towards, or in the least, a shoulder between a person one was trying to avoid. The whole point was that the most popular origin, which is the most quaint origin about the social practice, was actually not true. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. There was this origin that somebody made up, but it really wasn't. And so it's literally just as simple as, okay, I'm just turning my back to you and yeah. Screw you. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> yeah. And Sir Walter Scott was the first person to use it in literary fashion. Interesting. So. Okay. Yeah. Isn't it amazing how like sometimes you go, wow, there's got to be this huge history behind it. And sometimes not really. <laughs> yeah. It's just a turn of phrase. Yeah. I love it. Well, thanks for sharing that, dude. Well, there you go. Don't give people the cold shoulder. That's just, that's, that, that, that would be bad. That's naughty. Naughty, cold, baby. Cold. No, naughty. Cold meat. Cold meat is bad. That's mut- mutton is bad. All right. Well, hey, I want to share just a couple of TV shows that I am checking out for, you know, your viewing pleasure. This came in from a friend of ours who was actually watching it with their kids. And so I thought, oh, okay, well, it's an animated TV show, but it's the animation in the style of Star Wars Rebels, Star Wars Clone Wars, that kind of thing, which I like that style because, well, first of all, I liked those shows. It's not that over the top animation. It's not the overacting and just, you know, that kind of stuff that annoys me when it comes to animation and all that. So it's actually really cool, but here's what I like about it. So we were like, okay, we'll check it out because this is what they told us. It is about a family that lives on a submarine and explores the ocean. And I thought, dude, I'm in <laughs> just, I love huh. subs. I love the ocean. I got to watch this. So Sarah and I started watching this and I mean, it is definitely like rated for younger audiences, but it's not like a kiddie show. If you know what I mean? Like it's not insultingly kid friendly. It's a fan. It's more of a family show though. So it's like, you can probably tell the parents would enjoy it and also kids would enjoy it. I am actually really impressed with the storytelling and the stuff that's going on so far. And, and their submarine is freaking amazing, dude. I'm like, oh my gosh, that's, that is so cool. So here I am like nerding out on the tech in the show and just going crazy. And I like, dude, I, it's fun. What's so it called? It's called you missed it. deep deep. Okay. Now here's the thing. That's a really bad name for it because there's a deep, another deep TV show that has nothing to do with this one. There's a deep movie that has nothing to do with this one. And so when you type in deep, you're not going to find it right away. You're getting all kinds of deep things, but you're looking for an animated show that is about a family who lives on a submarine. And I think their family name is called the Necton Necton family, like N E K T O N. So make sure you look for that. It's on Netflix, by the way, but that's, I mean, if you're interested at all, if you're not even interested in it, then who cares? But I think it's hilariously awesome. It's positive. It's happy. It's beautiful. I like it. WandaVision is continuing to amaze me. It's so well done. We are going to talk about, you know, when the season's over, we'll do a quick little recap. Not going to do anything really spoilery because you, I mean, this is one of those shows that if you have any intention of watching it, anything we say is going to spoil it, but I want to give kind of overall impression of the season when it's done. 
I'm I'm loving it though. It's just getting better and better. One TV show that I have not seen yet, but it was recommended to me, Chris. Thank you. Uh, Resident Alien, which is on Sci-Fi, and Alan Tudyk, you know, uh, Wash from Firefly and all the other things he's been in. Oh, he's starring in it, and it's currently airing right now. So I think they've only done like four or five episodes. I think you can actually watch it online on Sci-Fi with commercials. I think. Okay. I just haven't done it yet, but I'm going to check it out. But anyway, he said it was fun. It's funny. He was laughing and you know, it's about an alien that comes to earth and lives here. So something like that. So I don't know, but it's gotten good reviews. I can tell you that much. The last show that I checked out that I started watching because it's been on my list now for, I don't know, quite a few months, but it came out in 2020 and it's called cursed. It's also on Netflix. I've seen it. Yeah, it's from the lore of the King Arthur Merlin storyline. Okay. And this one, though, is from the perspective of Nimue. And so if any of you know this, this storyline, Nimue was the evil sorceress that, you know, sometimes was at odd with Merlin. And I watched, you know, the TV show Merlin, which is on Netflix, but it was that British show that ran. I don't know. It's been a while ago now. And, you know, she was great in there as well, but she was kind of the evil one and all that. Well, in this show, she's kind of portrayed as, you know, she's good. She's young. She's just learning about her powers. You know, she didn't choose the magic, the, you know, she just was born with it and that kind of thing. But of course, you know, she's considered to be a witch. And so, you know, she's getting persecuted against and her whole village gets burned and so on and so forth. It is interesting because in in this show, Merlin is older. He's lost his magic, a bit of a drunk, (laughs) which I'm like, (laughs) okay. And I'm not sure. It's realistic, right? I mean, yeah. Yeah. But you lose your magic and your purpose. You know, you, you're kind of down to alcohol. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So. I'm hoping that that turns around because, you know, I've always loved Merlin in general. So hopefully, but it is kind of weird that she's younger and he's older. Well, Uther, King Uther is in charge and he's younger, but here's what, here's where it gets weird. Arthur is black and he is not of royal lineage. And I'm like, what? So I don't know where they're going with this story is okay. But you know, in the Merlin story, technically Arthur was Uther's son, but he was born through magic. There's probably thousands of different story arcs in this whole you know legend that goes around yeah there are so whatever that that's why i was just like okay whatever i, I mean it's like I'm, batman yeah i'm it's totally like, fine it's like with the it batman of mid- medieval times right? exactly yeah I, I don't care where they take the story <laughs> i just am like okay well i'm confused now so whatever arthur's not royal cool well he's he's trying to be a knight anyway i like it though i mean it's it's really fun it it drew me in right away there's 10 episodes they're about an hour apiece and I've only gotten a couple of episodes in, but man, I'm, I'm really enjoying it. You know, for those of you sensitive to these things, there's language and there's a lot of blood. So like when there's fights, you see the stuff, which okay. that doesn't bother me at all. But hence the mature rating. Viscera. Yeah. yeah. Maturely rated for those two reasons, at least that I've seen so far. So there you go. But it's really good. Right. It's a good story. Okay. One more thing on Netflix. This is a movie. We checked out the movie called greater, which I don't know when it came out. It's been a while now, but again, it's been on our list and we're like, okay, let's finally watch it. True story about a football player. Well, it's about a kid who wanted to become a football player, wanted to play for the Arkansas Razorbacks and, you know, really had to work hard to get into it. Very inspirational. This is a movie that I recommend. It's really, really good. There's some emotional parts in there that are a little sad, you know, throwing that one out right now, but it's one of those that you just go, dang, this is, this is worth watching. This is an inspiration right now that we need to have. So check it out. If you're interested, it's on Netflix called greater. Are you watching anything? I'm watching uh, attack on Titan. It's an anime series. Yeah. I started it over again because I guess there's a fourth season now that my brother is totally nerding out on. 
I only watched the first two seasons the first time, so I'm watching them over. So I'm getting caught up on that. But every character in that show is a complete and utter spaz. It's hilarious. <laughs> They're always flipping out. It's kind of like Dragon Ball Z, but not as annoying. And yeah. the, an- the animation style isn't as annoying to me. I don't like the Dragon Ball style. It's pretty good. The concept is what sucked me in. It's, it's about the last vestiges of humanity. Some, at some point in the, in the distant future, have corralled themselves into these to live within these three huge walls mm-hmm. because these beings called titans appeared at some point. They range from like four meters tall to like dozens of meters tall, and they just kind of appeared out of nowhere and they ate all of humanity except for a few thousand people. Mm. And so for a hundred years, people have been stuck behind these big walls, guarded against these titans that have took over the world. Then all of a sudden, they start breaking down the walls, and that's where the story starts. Just the concept of having most of humanity devoured by these big, giant, humanoid monsters is just, I, I, I can't get enough of that. So I've heard of anyway. it, but what's it on? <laughs> it's on Hulu. Okay, I was going to say, I, I, I didn't yeah. see it on Netflix, but I've heard of it before, so it's, okay, cool. I think it was on Netflix at one point, by the way, because I yeah, swear I had that point. on my list. Yeah. The first two seasons were on Netflix a few years ago, and then that, that's where I watched them first. Gotcha. But okay. You can get them on Hulu now. Yeah. Sweet. I'll have to check it out. It'll be fun. Yeah. Yay. Let's do some new music really quick. I've got two songs for you here that I just love, and I, I love sharing this music right now. We're increasing the TRBS 2021 mix on Spotify. So, by the way, if you don't care about Spotify, if you're using Apple Music or whatever the heck, just at least click on the Spotify playlist. Even if you have a free account, you know, just subscribe to the list or, or follow it or whatever. That way, you know, anytime you see a new song come in, you can go in and say, all right, I'm, I'm going to take that. I'm going to put it into whatever music you're listening to, however you're doing it, because I love it's so funny. Somebody was talking about this. It's so hard to find music. I'm like, I like curating good music for you. So check it out. Of course, you can follow our personal Spotify lists as well. I've got one. Captain, you've got one. It's, the Captain Influence playlist. Yeah, yeah. it's that simple. And mine is TRB's glorious. Or I think it's yeah, it's TRB's gloriousness, which is really hard to spell or TRBS 2020. 2021 yeah 2020 all those i have them all the way back to 2016 based on all of the songs we've talked about in each year which is really cool so anyway the the spotify links are in the show notes you can go to the actual show notes which is realbrianshow.com slash 269 or in your podcast app you can scroll down and find it all right there two new songs one is by alt j adelaine and it is really cool song it's very chill very cool and then Chandler Layton, Layton, again, I don't know. I, I'm sure it's Layton, but Chandler Layton. It's Layton. I love her voice. And the first time I ever heard her was on an Elenium song called Lonely, which is still to this day my favorite Elenium song ever. I still listen to it. I discovered it in 2019, and it is still a song that I cannot get enough of. And that's saying something because I'm usually extremely tired of songs by now. But that song Elenium with Chandler Layton, uh, Lonely. If you've still never heard that, you need to go hear it. It was it's it's angelic, man. That's all I can tell you. But I love her voice, and I I went looking, you know, to see like, does she have any music? And not really. She just kind of appeared on this, and then she came out with a new song recently that I, th- I think it was a Christmas song actually. And now she has a new song, solo song by her called Curtain Call. Very very slow and chill, and and I mean we're talking like really really slow chill so it's not quite but i mean it is it is real higher voice sounds exactly no 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 (laughs) it's beautiful so check it out it's called curtain call chandler layton and again it'll be in the mix as well so man just beautiful stuff I, i love finding that stuff all right well 
Thank you. Thank you for listening. I hope you were inspired by Captain Catherine Jane. Actually, she's she's going by the Admiral. <laughs> the Admiral, yeah. Yeah, but Catherine's amazing story. I would like to empower you to nerd out and have fun. Some of us feel that, you know, we really can't have fun. It's it's, you know, irresponsible. You know, we got too much to do. We have all our responsibilities, yada, yada. You know what? Just shut that voice up. Have fun. I'm empowering you. Have fun and nerd out. It is better for you. It, it actually will benefit your life. And of course, unleash your superhero. Do it. It's in there. Do it. It's in there. Do it. Do it. Deep thoughts with Captain Influence. If I ever see someone threatening to jump off of a building, I'll beg them to hold on while I go get a bunch of bean bags and spread them out under them. That way, when they do finally jump, I can both save their life and get a great impression of the person's body in the bean bags, which I can then sell as modern art. All right. You know what the music means. Yup. It's time to put some bean bags under the jumper. And uh, actually, what? You think anyone would buy that? I would. That'd be pretty sweet, actually. Someone in New York would buy that. Oh, oh yeah. Definitely. For sure. Metropolitan yeah. okay. Museum of Art. Oh, man. All right. Well, thanks for joining us. Have a glorious week. Seriously. The Real Brian Show. Set it up. See you next week. The Real Brian Show is a production of 514 Media at 514mediaempire.com.